0: Both sick. a little sick. Both a little sick. I'm sounding like Brenda Vaccaro today. <laughs>
1: yes, and and we're both uh, our memories of this book are a little dim. Yours probably more mine than is mine. much more dim because I'm older and it's been longer. <laughs> it's been longer. I've actually read another book. I finished this one last weekend, and I read another Lisa Tuttle book in between.
0: Really, I've it's, read so many books in between. <laughs> I
1: bet. <laughs> anyway, but we're reading. Uh, we have just read. Well, in the recent past, uh, Lisa Tuttle's Familiar Spirit, her first solo novel. Written when? Uh, it was published in 1983.
0: Wow. Is Um, Lisa Tuttle still alive? She is still alive. Is she still writing?
1: She is still writing. She's got, she's enjoying a kind of a resurgence right now. This book, particular book, just got re-released, uh, by Valancourt uh, Books, um, and they bought out her really hard-to-find first short story collection, um. Oh, what's it called? A Nest of Nightmares.
0: Oh. Which is really good Was Oh, is that the one with the birds on the Yeah, the naked birds. The Naked, the naked Birds. birds? Yeah, oh, that's really awful. Good, awful.
1: Um, but this is her first solo novel. She did have another novel uh, published before this with her uh writing partner and uh pop, probably romantic partner at the time, George R. R. Martin. Ugh. Who can went you imagine? on to, who went on to do nothing. Ugh. Whatever happened to that. Can
0: you guy? imagine fucking that? <laughs> 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 take the hat off george oh my God. he never does <laughs> he, never he never does, does. Yeah. anyway <laughs> all the dandruff <laughs> anyway increase <Greece. laughs> uh, oh,
1: but she's been uh, she's had a 50-year career so far and she's still writing as far as i can tell oh, and um, good for her um she was she uh, grew up in uh, texas um, but she now lives in I want to say Scotland.
0: Smart move. Get yep. the hell out of Texas. What a hellhole. What
1: a hellhole.
0: What a Republican hellhole.
1: Uh, yeah, well, only at the government. Right. On an individual level.
0: I'm sure it's, it's just it's fine. very nice. Of course, Positive Mike is... That's how I do it. That's how you do it. Just put your head in that hole and keep moving the, forward. The hole is full of cotton candy and beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, so, yes, we eventually... So, remind here. me what this book is. <laughs> remind me. Okay, about.
0: quick. quick. Wait, let me, let me see if I can oh, summarize it, oh and then you God. can tell me if I got it wrong. Okay, sure. So, this woman whose name I can't remember anymore. Sarah. Sarah. She uh, meets this other woman. That she, well, Sarah's living with her two friends. Yes. A uh, uh, husband and wife.
1: Beverly and, and
0: she And she runs into this other woman who says, uh, do I have a deal for you? Yes. <laughs> And takes her to this house. It's really kind of crappy, yeah. But it's cheap, and um,
1: eighty-five bucks a month.
0: Yeah, back then that that's was, that's cheap. You couldn't even get that probably for eighty-five bucks a month. Yeah, you can't
1: you can't get a pizza for that.
0: And it's a kind of a whole house. Yeah. So she says yes, and moves in. But of course, there's complications because this house is inhabited by some spiritual entity. Yep. That, uh, is a, like, he's like a ghost perv. <laughs> a ghost perv. That's a good way he's to He's ghost it. perv. And he, um, is wanting to sort of take over a woman. And so it leads to a lot of complications, and she's trying to get out, leave the house, but she still wants to figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah, she keeps going.
0: She keeps going back, back to it too. I mean, for, she finds like for, pentagrams under the carpet, for, and for she, good
1: reasons, she's going back. But but are they good cheap. reasons?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and um. And in the end, it turns out, you know, you get a little, you get a little backstory before, but what you find is that this guy was a. Mm, I don't know what you would call him. A, can, he wasn't a necromancer, but he was some sort of.
1: Yeah, he was a he was a guy. He who, was a
0: sorcerer of some sort. Yeah, or he was like, he
1: was like an Aleister Crowley type, um, but without uh, the self promotion, but and with some skills.
0: He had some skills, yeah. and there was some bloodletting and death, and then he was captured and put inside of a little. Was it jade? It's a jade figurine. A little jade figurine yeah. that he, that kind of holds his power. Yes. And so there's this mad search to find this figurine and destroy it. Yep. Yeah. The plot is actually quite simple. It's but, very uh, simple. There's okay. a lot of details in there that yeah. uh, are now starting to come back to me in a <laughs> horrible rush of <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah. Uh, but uh, she
0: wins in the uh, end or does she or does she exactly
1: <laughs> the um and her motivation is she's just gotten out of this bad relationship bad yeah and uh he's and, a
0: doofus and it's a, bad, a
1: it's a bad relationship of her own making correct uh, yeah she I mean she's very upfront about the how she she has that um uh that uh I don't want to depend on you too much. So she keeps pushing her boyfriend away, Brian.
0: Which only made Brian want to help her more until he yeah. didn't.
1: Until he didn't. Until he someone else. I mean, they're, all these characters are they are still in college. And they're all like working on... Um,
0: oh, they're still in college? Yeah. I didn't get that. I yeah. got that they were right out of college.
1: Yeah, or they're, they're still in college or just out of it.
0: Or in graduate school. Yeah, or,
1: or, 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 they could be in graduate school. And they're all working in, like, you know, getting degrees in the arts. Remember getting degrees in the arts?
0: <laughs> oh, how quaint. <laughs> it's like getting an English degree. or A no. degree in communications. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or
1: romance languages. <laughs> anyway, the, um... Uh, and, uh, so she drives him away, and then she immediately... I mean, she loses him and immediately regrets it and realizes what she's done. And she cannot, right. cannot fall out of love with him. Right. And she's, Even she's, though
0: he's a doofus.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. And he's and she's really, really unhealthily obsessed and creepy about it. Yes. Um, and uh, that becomes... Which uh, well, sort of
0: mirrors the ghost.
1: <laughs> yeah. It becomes, and it becomes a fulcrum for the ghost to exploit
0: her. Yes. Um the ghost fucker. Cuz yes. <laughs> cuz like you do. Um
1: the uh Um and she has these two friends, uh Beverly and Pete? Peter. Peter. Yeah. Um who are wow. uh are really um supportive of her like more than you would think in an age. More than novel. she deserves. More than she deserves. <laughs> and they they like kind of believe her.
0: Yes, Peter does. Yeah. It helps them and helps to investigate this house, but mm-hmm. The ghost gets a hold of them. Yeah. And they have amorous.
1: Yeah, they, they almost um, consummate their friendship. <laughs> um, uh, because I think, does in, in that scene, does she think he is Brian?
0: Kind, yes. Yes and no. Yes and no. She's but, kind of both in, in both places at once. But,
1: okay. but the, the bad part and the thing that breaks her friendship with Pete is that uh, he is simply giving free reign to feelings that he really does have.
0: Right. Her. Of course he blames her for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course he does. Um, it's the 80s. <laughs>
1: so, um, one of the things, um, that, uh, Lisa Tuttle does is, uh, in her stories that I've read so far and in the, the novel, uh, other novel that I read, I'll tell you a little bit about that in a bit, is that she really does try to explore, um, uh, she takes a, a very definite feminist, um, uh, tack in telling these stories, um, But in such a not not in a um, a a women an empowerment of women
2: uh, Mm. way,
1: but in like let's really tell you what what complicated people uh, women are uh, without them being victims or heroes just really complicated Mm. individuals.
0: Well, I would say that really fits because this person is not a feminist. Not particularly. Are, like as feminism is presented these days, you know, no, like no. women are perfect creatures who can do no wrong.
1: <laughs> well, in in unimaginative feminism, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: oh, that's that's the feminism I grew up with. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, Quick qu- uh, snippet feminism. Um, but this is really, this this in this in this book. Um, she's she's really complicated
0: and she's flawed very, and flawed. Um, but also very determined.
1: Yeah, very determined, um, and mostly sympathetic. Although you you see her fucking up, and you're like, oh, that's not great. <laughs> she's not
0: that. Yeah, she's kind of sympathetic, but she has like intentions. Like she doesn't want this thing to hurt anybody else.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and
0: uh, and she does. I mean. She, she does take charge. I mean, she does does take chances and takes charge, and And she she does make things happen. And she is the heroine.
1: She's the heroine, and she ultimately she figures it out. um, uh, How she get rid of Jade, and then she actually finds the the yeah. The guy's
0: name is Jade. My upstairs neighbor's name is Jade, and that's oh. all I can think about. Oh, really? Like poor Jade. Poor Jade. Is, is, She's is, a perfectly wonderful woman. Oh, okay. is, is, is is a history, getting a history degree or something at the U. Oh, good, <laughs> she, good, Not a, not the a, Jade I know.
1: Not a, not a, not a, not a creepy, uh, um, Go, ghost <laughs> statuette. Good,
0: good. Oh, that's probably for the best. Um, I forgot his name was Jade. <laughs>
1: It is a little on the nose. Oh,
0: it's so bad! That's such a bad. That must have felt so exotic back then. Well, a man named Jade.
1: Yeah, well, in the twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, and he does. She does find it, and, and after you know a struggle and like with him, with and, and actually like a ghost rape scene, which is quite uncomfortable. Ghost rape. Um, uh, she is able to destroy the statuette um, and uh, disperse Jade's spirit. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, right. Um. But that's that's the, one of the things that Lisa Tuttle in her stories and books does, especially in and mostly in the horror ones, is they take you to. She takes you to places that is not comfortable. Um. So, um, uh, doing a a ghost rape scene, um, um, is uncomfortable, but it's not. It's not, um, in a lot of 80s novel. a lot of 80s It's not horror. unprecedented. Oh, no, it's not unprecedented, but, um, it's, in a lot of 80s horror, it's done more, um, pruriently, and it's not prurient in this at all. Um, because, you know, the main audience for a lot of 80s horror, skeezy horror there's novels. Nerdy Boys. Is Nerdy Boys. Yeah. Um, and this is not, this book is not written for Nerdy Boys.
0: No. No. well. Well. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I mean, you know, you can write it for nerdy boys and make them feel uncomfortable and unnerd them a, un-nerd right. them a little bit. <laughs> maybe, you yeah. Know, you, know, just, you know, short circuit that incel circuitry. <laughs> um, I mean, her book, her book that she wrote after this is super squicky, um, called Gabriel, and it's about a woman whose husband dies. And then she becomes friends with this other woman who has a 10-year-old son. Oh, no. Who insists that he is her dead husband.
0: Wait, there was a movie with that with Nicole Kidman.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think that was the movie, um, but it was the same idea. Oh. And it's, <laughs> that's, you see a scrimmage a little bit right there, just thinking about it. Yeah. It's like, and he wants, and this 10-year-old boy wants to have sex What's with it? this woman. Yeah, And in the book, apparently, yeah that happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think in the movie it does too, doesn't yeah, it? It could. Yeah. I, I can't remember the name of that movie, but yeah, it's the same thing. I kind of remember it too. And yeah. the kid ends up, uh, it's all ruse. He like had done his research. Oh, or had he, or had he. <laughs> wow. So I gotta say, I did not really enjoy this book. It really took, it felt tedious to me and it took me, it felt like it should have been a breeze to get through and, uh, yeah. it uh, wasn't a breeze to get through. I don't know why. Maybe because it felt like, uh, um, maybe because it seems like this has been done before many, many times. It didn't seem, it didn't, I didn't seem like it gave me, it was anything original to this idea. But, but there were some great, like, awful moments in it. <laughs> yeah, were <laughs> there were some great moments. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, like, the haunted,
1: it's the haunted house story again. Yeah, um, and uh, and, and maybe
0: because I found the for the uh, main character not that appealing. Well, she wasn't very appealing as yeah. a she's person. And she was she
1: was difficult. She was difficult. She
0: was a she was a Lisa Tuttle.
1: She was messy. She was quite messy. Absolutely. Um, okay. The uh, um, I, it took me a long time to get through this book too.
0: Why um, do you think it was for you? I
1: I don't know. Well, part of it was because I kept getting drawn into other books.
0: Yeah. But so you were drawn to other books and not drawn to this book. So no, there's but... Something uh, about this book that...
1: It just, it, it was a little, I don't know, it just, uh, I either didn't have the the, the the purchase on it or it did not have the hooks for me. Um, well,
0: yeah, so we're kind of in agreement.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, I, in the end, I liked the book.
0: Oh. I mean, no, I've, no. I've liked books that are... You hard. like a lot of books. I do I like you a like lot You like a lot, you have yeah. a low... I have, I have a low bar. yeah. I
1: have a low bar. Easy to... Easy I didn't... To in,
0: let's say I didn't enjoy it. Okay. There was moments I enjoyed, but I didn't enjoy reading it. I felt... It felt... It felt like a... It felt contrived. <laughs> that's the only way I could put it. Like, Maybe, yeah. Like they were... It was all... Like you could really... You could kind of like, okay, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And, yeah. I mean... Also, and I don't know if it's from reading a lot of things like this that or... That could be. We could be jaded. Oh, oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I don't know. Um, I don't know what it was. And I
1: think part of the reasons I'm more favorably disposed to it is because I've read other things by this author that I like. Maybe good. you've seen
0: her mature in her writing. Yeah, and I see,
1: and I see kind of how how what she does. I kind of see what she's doing, and I and I appreciate it. I like what she's doing. Uh-huh. Um, this may might not have been the best. Um, uh, uh tilt you, you know moment? what it was i
0: think it was just too many there was too many things mm-hmm. there there were just too many things like i don't know how else to put it like there's
1: not that many characters it's no like it's not six. that many
0: characters but there's a lot of things going on
1: <laughs> it like just, it's just one damn thing after, after another, another like, it's just a bunch of stuff that it happens. was
0: like it was <laughs> so like The contrivance of it was—it was just too many things. The only thing I could put, like it felt like she was trying to squish something in, and it could have just been simpler. I don't know how else to put it.
1: I can—I can kind of understand what you. I think I kind of understand. Can you explain it to me? No, no. (laughs) I'm saying.
0: Well, there's there's these there's a lot of just a lot of there's you know when when
1: I appreciate like books that are um like novels that are like really tightly plotted like a good mystery novel where everything sort of fits into place. And then you get to the end and it all wraps up. Right. Um, and even if it's not a happy ending, it all makes sense.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, and then there's the other kind of like a looser baggier novel where, where you sort of get a world, um, and you can kind of explore about it, explore it and think about it, um, without being railroaded into this tight plot. This book is somewhere in between.
0: Yeah. 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 And that can be, that can be, that could be, that's could be a, that's a good way of putting that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and it it didn't, yeah. Maybe because they, there was just different ideas that could have been explored more. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe. Um, I mean, what about that frog? Like, yeah, there was a ab- whole story. About what about Mister
1: Lunch the Frog? <laughs> yeah. So, well, um, I was I was thinking about this. I was reading a, a little bit of uh, online chatter about this, and um, uh, the title, the title of the book, um, plays in a bunch of different ways. Um, so you have, uh, a familiar, familiar, which is
0: a uh, familiar of a witch. It's like the witch companion. Yeah. So
1: we have one very clear one in here, which is Mr. Lunch. But, um, there's also that, that rat and that cat that show up with the yellow eyes, which is, which is Jade possessing Jade possessed a cat. Um, kind of like a familiar spirit. Um, or like this feels familiar. Yeah. Like, um, which is what Jade, uh, exploits, um um she he makes her feel familiar longings and passions and lusts and um and um you know just her surroundings he he exploits that um makes them more familiar than they actually are
0: yes okay now that you're saying this i think i know what I think i'm thinking putting my finger on the pulse of what i didn't like about this book or what mm-hmm. i wish would have happened All right. jade so, Jade is trying to seduce this woman, yes, whoever the woman is that's in the house yeah he's he's done a lot of bad things. um but he doesn't it does there isn't a lot in the seduction that would you would find this appealing.
1: <laughs> like, oh,
0: Jade is appealing. I want this ghost fuck. yeah, he and that would have been more interesting. like if he had sure. been more of a um uh, come off as a more of a benign
1: the ghost of Fabio
0: right something more appealing and then he turns yeah and he was just like awful right from the beginning yeah i guess is that's the thing that like well okay yeah (laughs) i mean i think that's where it didn't uh it seemed less interesting to me because he just was obviously like well he's like yeah i mean he's like a shitty ghost he's a a a shitty (laughs) he's a shitty human being a shitty shitty ghost ghost.
1: (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I think
0: that would have been like it would have been more to make it more of a seduction. Yeah, um, yeah. but he just starts off bad. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and rapey. He doesn't
1: have any character growth.
0: <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't grow. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's not great. Um, so, uh, uh, our uh, our our one listener.
0: Okay, we're down to one. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to name him. His name is Stephen Shore. Hey, Stephen. He wrote us a, a nice long little message about
0: this. another one about this book. About this book. Oh, good. We should um, have interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, we should have called you up. We have had you, you up. We, uh, zoomed you in on this one. <laughs> he could
1: have reminded us what we were reading, um, and and he's got good good points. Um, Let's hear his points. Well, I'm not going to read the whole thing out. Though. Okay. Um, in fact, I'm, I, I should probably pause and pick out the good stuff. Um, but. Uh, uh, he did say one thing that uh, was um, uh, good to hear. Is that He's the first person who's ever mentioned that we actually give, put some thought into the the little music tags at the end. Oh. <laughs> Which we do. Oh, Stephen,
0: we're going to miss you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're a familiar spirit. A familiar
1: spirit who was out there all the whole time silently watching <laughs> us with his, with his lurid yellow we eyes. Must,
0: we must crack open the... Fireplace and <laughs> find your little jewel. find the loose
1: brick. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say about this book, quite Ooh. frankly.
0: Was it because you don't remember it, or because you don't a little both? Oh, <laughs> um,
1: I, w- I was gonna. I say, wanted to
0: talk about more things that annoyed me about it. Oh, go for it. <laughs> go
1: for it. I do wanna. I do wanna unload a little bit on uh, the other book that I read by her. Okay. Um,
0: well, let me tell you why that annoyed yeah. me, and then you could say that part. So. <laughs> The the whole thing with uh, Peter and, Emily. Uh, and and yeah and how, um, he turns on her immediately and um, and it's like well it, yeah. it's like come on you were under they both knew they were under the influence of this yeah well, even it, though you know even though you said it brought up his internal longings yeah. for her it, it just seemed like um. A real big on-off switch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, just
1: um, he's he, he's he sort of revealed uh, that he has that that really unhelpful and damaging binary view of women, which is either they're um, uh, Madonna's or, or horrors. Yeah. yeah um and so after um he gives free reign to his uh lust even if they had or whether they had or had not consummated um he was she was going to be nothing but a Jezebel to him there
0: Jezebel a Jezebel Well you know you're bringing up a good point cuz i think if you think about all these characters is that none of them are very appealing <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> i mean peter's not appealing it's like he's he's like white lotus set in Austin, right it really is (laughs) the old boyfriend's not appealing i mean he meets this girl and then he finds out that she's too um helpless yeah too milquetoast he liked her because she was helpless and then he didn't like her because she was so helpless yeah Uh, that's
1: that's the feminist argument in this is that that um that women uh uh sarah wanting to be able to take care of herself um was paired up with a guy who likes to take care of his women. Right. Um, And that is a tension. That's a real tension. Yes. Um, And uh, Yes. So that's... But then why
0: was he drawn to her to begin with? I don't know. They were young. I'd like to know. (laughs) Bring him in here. Bring him in the room.
1: (laughs) Bring him in the room. I'll just put this pentagram on. But what
0: was Jade's, you know, what was Jade's view of women?
1: Oh, just as vehicles.
0: Just as vehicles. Receptacles. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe now I have a better appreciation of book. <laughs> All right, then. It's themes, of it's themes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that whole thing sort of annoyed me. And I think the whole thing with the, um, the boyfriend was really annoying because you just couldn't see what was appealing about him.
1: Yeah, like, Brian, she was, yeah.
0: Brian, she was so into him, but it's like, well, what? There's nothing appealing about him. He seemed like a big doofus yeah like I mean, a jason siegel kind of yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, right. like i could see him playing in the in so, the movie
1: speaking of jason siegel after we're done recording i want to talk to you about a, his new tv show okay but i think you're gonna have some opinions i've heard about. a lot about this
0: show <laughs> now what were the other things about uh at least it's other book that you? yeah read? so
1: i just finished reading this book um uh, windhaven uh, her first novel which is a science fiction novel and it was actually, uh, it was a fix-up novel, so it was really um, three novellas um, s- uh, stitched together and bound, bound together and, and published. Um, but the first one uh, was nominated or won the, the Hugo Award when it came out. The second one was nominated, and then they published the third story with the book. Okay. Um, but it's just, um, this takes place on this planet that, where human colonists have crash-landed and um the whole planet is a water planet very stormy and windy and uh, there is these isolated islands <clears throat> that the humans have spread out on and they realize that they're not going to be able to fix the, the st- this is all before the story starts uh, The ship and so they cannibalize it and they use the i think they use like the the really highly thin light sail material uh-huh. to fix to to fix to make wings for the humans yeah. and uh, so there's a society of flyers, uh, humans who, uh, use these wings, um, that cannot be replaced. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. and, uh, so it's just a story about people flying, um, uh. and the landbound and the tensions between them and uh. follows this main
0: character, a woman. Uh-huh. Is she a flyer uh, or a lander?
1: She's she a lander, but she becomes a flyer oh. when they, when that, when that was an, a hereditary thing. Um, and it was a very clever, very fun, very interesting book. Um. And way more, um, uh, not. I was, was going to say is way more optimistic than this, <laughs> way less dark, in almost every way. Although there's some, there's some dark stuff in the books, in that book. Um, um, but it's funny to, because uh, I've read, um, I haven't read him in a while, but I've read my share of George R. 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 Martin. Um, and uh, in fact, I was reading George R. R. Martin when, in high school when he was publishing when this was published. Oh. I remember what he was, what he wrote like back then. Yeah. And I could tell, I could tell in that book, and now I've read a a good, a good bit of Lisa Tuttle and I could just tell which parts are which.
0: Oh. (laughs) Oh, you think she helped him write?
1: Oh, they helped each other. They were both, they were both, they were both um, very well-respected, young, up-and-coming writers at the time. And they just met each other through work. Oh. Um, And they were both like, Dirt poor,
2: yeah.
1: um, he was teaching high school in Chicago yeah. or Indiana or something like that. Yeah. Um, and she was down in where was she? I think she was in California at the time. Um, but they both started getting more and more successful, and they, of course, they broke up. Uh-huh. And they never—they were going to write more books in that world, um, but they never did because they started writing differently. She started oh, did
0: they write this uh, winged? together they wrote together yeah i mean is he credited as the author they're, they are co-authors oh okay yeah
1: they, that's, and that's his first novel too oh okay um so i mean it's a really interesting thing it's kind of like looking at um uh the, the tv show party down and seeing all these actors who were nobody at the time and like the whole cast are now like major stars <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what that book was uh there's two nobodies who both became, one became like a
0: A big somebody.
1: But Lisa Tuttle is, is, a, is a big deal. Ooh. So.
0: Well, I think that's a good spot to drink. Yeah. Two <laughs> less. Two Lisa Tuttle. Two Lisa Tuttle. So, it's cocktail time. It is. Alright. <laughs> it is, we're drinking cocktails.
1: It is. It's, um, <laughs> It's got a weird color.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to have to go out and buy some chartreuse. I'm sorry. It's like 45 bucks a bottle, isn't it, or something? Oh, it's got to be at least 60 now. A big, long, green bottle. Yeah it'll yes. last you forever <laughs> yes i remember my parents had a big bottle of chartreuse Oh, really? <laughs>
1: yeah. my parents they were more of a galliano like, <laughs> people
0: yeah. and the fral Fra angelico frangelico. yeah frangelico <laughs> all right so you're gonna get no this is really a just do it this way do it this way get an ounce of cointreau an ounce of lime juice an ounce of gin and an ounce of green. chartreuse.
1: Yeah, the green stuff, not the yellow stuff.
0: Yeah. And then you're going to put it in a shaker full of ice and shake it. And then decant it or whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. Skim it. What do you <laughs> strain, strain it? Strain it. Strain it into a expose it. Uh, Extrude it. Into, Extrude a, it. <laughs> into <laughs> a, a glass of some sort that's like a cocktail glass. <laughs> with a stem, preferably. Preferably with a stem. And you're gonna garnish it with whatever you want. You know, you can do a cherry or a lime wheel or... Or both. Or both. <laughs>
1: or a hazelnut. Right? Or a hazelnut would be nice. Piece we of didn't have jerky any hazelnut. Or a piece of jade.
0: A piece of jade. Don't swallow the jade. Don't swallow the jade. A jade gummy. A j- yes, a <laughs> jade. jade gummy. And uh, we're drinking this right now. And uh, what do we ca- what did we decide to call it? Uh, I think we called it. We're calling it cocktails co- with Mr. With Mr. Lunch.
1: Lunch. Cocktails with Mr. Lunch.
0: <laughs> um, froggy <laughs> Green. <laughs> ribbit ribbit. <laughs> so that's the cocktail. All right, chin chin. It is good, you know. Oh, I yeah. like a herby uh, oh yeah, a, no. herby, uh, uh liqueur. Yeah, I like those quite a bit. It feels like you're doing drinking something that's um, healthy.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like booze salad. It probably
0: was medicinal. Oh, it's all medicinal, right? <laughs> it's all medicinal. Yes, it's like eating a booze salad. <laughs> and there's fruit there's fruit come on <laughs> like is <Guantro's> orange yes and <laughs> there's lime juice that's good for rickets <laughs>
1: which are so prevalent, prevalent these
0: days now. <laughs> um <laughs> well let's head down to the basement shall we
1: yes do let's you know, this is probably the last time we're going down here. This
0: is the last time in the basement. Yeah. Unless we have a garage sale of some sort. <laughs> That's right, well, basement sale. Yeah,
1: I was just bringing out a couple of cans of gasoline and a matching. <laughs> <laughs> burn the burn the Burn it, down, burn
0: right? it all down. <laughs> so you had Well, I on. had an idea, um, it's instead of us reading a book um to end well I had one idea I had was going back to the very first book that we read, but then I'm like, eh, I don't yeah. I don't want to do that. But I thought maybe as our last um, episode in this series that we could, that <laughs> See, we would series one uh, this cycle um, <laughs> that we would uh, each pick our three top books that uh-huh. kind of have stuck with us over these last many years, yeah, and then pick our three stinkers, yeah, um, like Roger Ebert and. Uh, and Gene Sisko used to have the dogs of the week. Dogs so we could of have the, the, dogs of the dogs of the podcast. Of the, of the and- yeah. I
1: think, um, so think about what those are going to be, and then go back and, and listen to our, our recordings on them.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good idea.
1: And yeah. I'm not going to listen to the ones that you pick. I'm not going to know what the ones No, the we're going to
0: surprise each yeah. other. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I will do the same. Yeah. Um, and I, I have them all available. I, I can burn them onto a disc or drop them onto a, a jump drive. If all right, want. great. Yeah. Um, and so you can find them
0: but you know um so if anybody is left to listen to us (laughs) the last of us the last um the uh you know maybe you can let us know what your top three books have been uh,
1: i'd be interested to hear steven
0: but uh yeah so i think that's a great way to end yeah this debacle <laughs> that we call a podcast um, <laughs> this, and this,
1: yeah this long folly <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> all right all right now, yeah. we really didn't have to go down to the basement for this but uh, no, you know what we had to right. and we will go down to the basement again yes maybe we'll go down just to go down and then come back up again yeah. like real fast yeah because you right.
1: know we already had the sound we already had the sound bumpers <laughs> right. So, all right. All right all right
0: let's leave the right. basement all Right. <laughs>
1: Okay, out of the basement.
0: Out of the basement and up into the, in the rafters, <laughs> yes. groping and groping for some <laughs> clever things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, was, so, did this, was there anything in this book that scared you or got you close to that? You
1: know, it's funny. Um, it uh, is horror, you know. It is horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny. I was, um, uh, our correspondent, Stephen, um, you know, uh, 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 uh pointed out a couple of parts that he thought were pretty uh scary and i remember those bits but when i think of that of that question the parts that always got me was when she was when she was out of the house she was gone she could not she she could just not go back and then whenever she was like going up into the house again um I mean, it was always a bad idea. Always. <laughs> um, just that anticipation of like, like what new horror is going to be unleashed on her now? That anticipation, um, and I see, you know, I see it almost like a movie thing, like that, the camera moving towards the house in Amityville or moving towards Hill House, or um, it's like you know, you're okay out here, you don't have to go in, but you go in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that was that was that's where I found the horror.
0: I found the horror in the parts with the uh, landlord. Hmm. And that mm-hmm. that she was doomed from the start, yes. and and uh, um, the description of the uh, the house, which did not sound great. I mean, it sounded like yeah, it a little, the yeah. refrigerator it didn't have a door on it.
1: That's not. Well, you know, that way, no, that way you know there's no toddlers. That was the horror to me. <laughs> that way you know there's no toddlers in there.
0: How are you gonna have a refrigerator <laughs> on the door? That makes no sense. Uh, I think the frog stuff with the frog was probably the all of the frog. Oh. All of the stuff with the frog. You know, there was a there was a TV show called Salem.
1: Oh, I remember that show. And
0: oh. uh, The Witch is uh and she's a real witch yeah and she she had a familiar that was a frog yep and she had a little teat yep on her body and there was a the last scene of the first episode where the frog is suckling at the teat and it's like that's all i could think of was (laughs) that oh yeah was that frog suckling at the teat wasn't there
1: another scene in that show where uh she's married to like the head the head of the of the town yeah and and, but he's uh, he's like wheelchair bound and 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 nonverbal, and you find out at a later episode it's because she keeps the the familiar in his mouth.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> so yes. there's a scene where she, she puts the frog back in his mouth. Right. And he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tasty stuff mm, like chicken.
0: You know when you were <laughs> <laughs> when I was when you were reading uh, that email to us it it is that is a. He he made a, a point of talking about the schizophrenia of a breakup. Yeah, and uh, if you look if you look at the horror genre just as a metaphor for a breakup, yeah, that it fits. Yeah. Perfectly.
1: Yeah, Stephen also, uh, com- uh, in his letter to us, um, compared it to a. Uh, um, uh, the Anne Beatty novels. Uh, Anne Beatty was a kind of a best-selling literary-ish uh, novelist in the 80s. I think she's still writing. She had um, like a movie made out of her first novel, Chili Scenes of Winter. But I think the one that really, um, that maybe Stephen is specifically thinking of is a book called Falling in Place, which is about young couples talking to each other and falling in and out of love. And, and you see this one couple... Um, who do not belong together but they're comfortable um, and uh, that's, and she keeps, uh, the, the main character uh, keeps falling back into place. She cannot get out of this rut <laughs> um, which is exactly what happens with uh, Sarah and Brian in this. is She ends up falling back in place with him um, at, the, at the end. She cannot get out of, she cannot break free of her um, obsession with the, that, that bad relationship.
0: Yeah, but it's and it's also that it's really not about him. It's about something in her, Yeah, oh, for and sure. the something in her is the thing that, um, you know, if Jade's a me- just a metaphor for that, it's just that yeah part of her that's self-destructive, yeah, and that, that can't let go. I mean, Jade can't let go. Mm-hmm. I mean, just die, Jade. Like you don't get to go go on forever. Yeah, just die. Like some things just need to be over. Mm-hmm. But uh, and. And Jade's, let's talk about Jade. What do you think about Jade? (laughs) I mean, Jade's existence is really kind of awful. Yeah. Like he lives inside cats and uh, who doesn't like a possessed cat? Well. And uh, he, you know, he, there's nothing, what is there that's really that appealing, but it's just clinging to something. Right. uh, Yeah. Clinging to something that no longer exists Mm -hmm. is... um, is a hell in of itself. Yeah. It, it does create a monster yeah. right. <laughs> in you right. to cling to something that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's dead. Yeah, cling. I mean, I
1: bought up. I bought up that that old um, that old uh, uh, that theory. Um, there's a, a psycho- psychologist, psychological theorist uh, Lawrence Lawrence Rickles, Larry Rickles, who has this idea that um, uh, his his main idea Big idea that he, you know, I don't know, got famous-ish a was that, um, horror beca- is birthed out of the inability to mourn.
0: Yeah. I remember you talking about yeah. that.
1: Um, and so, uh, Sarah's inability to grieve and move on from her relationship is the cause of her horror.
0: Or she's stuck in yeah. her mourning. Yeah. Right? She's stuck in it. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, because if she had moved on, she wouldn't have yeah, even gone incomplete. into that house. Yeah, incomplete. she wouldn't have chose a shitty house to live. in. <laughs> Incom- incomplete grieving. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good point to end on. I think.
1: I think so too.
0: Uh,
1: um, so yeah, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna give some careful thought uh, to the best three, and the worst three, and give some listens.
0: And I think that the uh, we should do the best three, the worst three, and the. Th- and the one we wish we would have read. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Oh, that's a lot of work. That's we have a, a lot, lot of work. work to do.
1: I know. We're, we're not going to get around to this until October. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything... How, what should we do with this puppy?
1: I think we should... Um, I don't know, put it back in the little hole and put the brick back in the chimney.
0: It's always a good... Yeah. You can get some mortar. Some mortar, get yeah. some. Go to Menards and get some mortar. Exactly. Put it back in the... Tuck point that sucker Tuck point that tuck sucker. Point that sucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, sounds good. All right. All right, right so, bye. Bye.
2: the night.